Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Adair Prayer's Morning Bible Study, and we're so glad you could join us. But before we get into the Word, let us take a moment of praying. Lord, we just thank you for your Word, Lord, and that we have it with us at all times, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for your Holy Spirit and that he helps us remember the things that you have said to us, Lord, so we don't forget it, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you continue to guide us in every situation and circumstance, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad and excited to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of Acts. This morning, we are moving forward. We're still in chapter 15, but we are going to cover verses 32 through 41. Mm -hmm. So with that, can I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, I promise. So when they had set off, wait, no, sorry, wrong verse. <laughs> when they read it, they rejoiced over its encouragement. Now Judas and Silas, themselves being prophets also, exhorted and strengthened the brethren with many words. And after they had stayed there for a time, they were sent back with greetings from the brethren to the apostles. However, it seemed good to Silas to remain there, and Paul and Barnabas also remained in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with all with many others also. Then after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us now go back and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord, and see how they are doing. Now Barnabas was determined to take with them John, called Mark. But Paul insisted that they should not take with them the one who had departed from them in Pamphylia, and had not gone, had not gone with them to the work. Then the contention became so sharp that they departed with one, from one another. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and departed, being commanded by the brethren to the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Sicilia, strengthening the churches. Hmm. All right, a lot in there. So this time, we're going to do what is our custom. And open the floor for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you. And, of course, to ask any questions that you have. So who would like to begin? I will. All right, promise. Okay, so the Lord's um, showing me inside of, especially the earlier verses of the ending of this chapter, where it was talking about that they had gone to see the brother and see how they're doing, and... Lord, remind me of Amos 9, um, 11, and 12, but especially verses 12, verse 12, where it's talking about that the remnant of Judah was going to be inside of Edom, and that it will be spread out throughout, throughout all the Gentiles. And if we fast forward to present day, Edom is actually modern-day Jordan, which has given um, Israel a lot of tr troubles thus far. And so, I was asking the Lord about what he meant inside of um, Amos 11 when he said the remnant of Judah. And the Lord reminded me of Paul 
yes, it is Paul, inside Romans where he says that everyone who believes in the Lord is a part of the tree and that they're grafted in. Mm-hmm. And how the Lord's remind me that everybody, when the Lord says Israel, he's not just talking about the actual physical Israel, mm-hmm. but he's also talking about the spiritual side. Mm-hmm. And the Lord remind me of, especially with ministers today, they would just go to nations that easy seemingly easy nations when the lord they pull john and say no i'm not going to nineveh mm-hmm. and go in the other direction and as a result they're out the will of the lord and they would say that especially countries that are contrary to the word of the lord and seem to despise it and they would go well these people aren't turning so we're gonna go somewhere else and so the lord's reminding me that it's not just a it's not just looking at the physical side, physical look of it, because inside of Amos, the clue says that Edom was going to turn as well as all the Gentiles. And how. And that because they're. And the Lord's showing that because they're, they're going to turn, it's not just everybody fleeing from that one area, then suddenly Edom's going to. Or modern day Jordan's going to go. Well, I love the Lord one day. It also takes people people to c- go there. And that's reinforced by the scripture inside of Romans mm-hmm. where it says that hearing faith comes faith, by hearing. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord and that someone can't learn unless it's being preached to them and how someone can't preach unless they're called. And how the Lord showing that there's already people called but they're not just that they're not going into what the Lord wants them to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that scripture says sent unless they be the preachers be sent. Mm-hmm. How can they preach? Right. And yes. if the preacher isn't sent and doesn't come, how can the people hear? Right. And this I'm going kind of the reverse op- aspect of it to create some visual. If the preacher isn't sent, then he won't go. And if he doesn't go, the people won't hear. And if the people don't hear, they won't have the opportunity to draw themselves uh, to draw near to God by faith. Right. Yes. So the Lord needs each step to be in place and fulfill its role because it all it has a purpose. He's not just saying it for no reason. Now, there are a lot of people, a lot of ministers who are doing what the Lord wants. And there are ministers who are not. There are people who are not. And what God is saying is obey him in everything. Whether it seems important to you or not, whether it seems too hard or not, he never asked us to do it in our own strength. He just asked us to obey and let him provide the strength that's needed through the Holy Spirit to get the work done. Um, And also there's an element of what you're saying here is not to judge people by what we think about them or judge the situation based on our own eyes or our own perspective but judge it based on what the Lord says about it. Because like you mentioned about um, knowing that Israel is those who are of faith, that is who God is counting as Israel because the natural genealogy, yes, it the Lord has an obligation to the natural component, but just because someone is um, of um, genetic Israel lineage doesn't mean they're going to heaven. So it doesn't mean I'm a Jew, but I can rebel against God. I can engage in everything he told me not to do. I can not believe in Jesus, but I'm still going to make it. No, that's not how it works. 
God would be a respecter of persons if that was the case. But the rest of us, we had to come through faith in Jesus Christ, but someone else can go another way. Jesus said that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one goes unto the Father except through him. And he did say no one. And he was talking to his Jewish brethren in the flesh when he said this at the time. So we know that the Lord is looking for faith. Abraham, again, was not a Jew. Jews came from Abraham, but also other nations and peoples came from Abraham. Abraham was from Ur of the Chaldeans. He was a Chaldean of his natural lineage. And the Lord reminds um, Israel and Jerusalem of that in Ezekiel 16 saying, hey, <laughs> you, you thinking you got this pure and clean lineage, but I'm telling you, I know who your mom was and I know who your dad was. I, I know where your blood comes from and I know your generations all the way back to the very first. So don't think in yourself that you have anything to boast about. It's the grace of God that he chose Israel to be his special people. And he also has, even in the Old Testament, let everyone know that he loves all of his creation and whoever will believe in him, that's who he'll honor. And he will give them an opportunity and a portion and a place in relationship with him if they come by faith in, in the Lord. Um, but referencing that concept of looking at people, how the Lord sees them and judging situations, how the Lord sees them, that's very um, prominent here with um, Paul and Barnabas to the fact of whenever it came to Mark um, and taking him with him, with them or not. And we had just seen them in earlier chapters go, okay, there's something that arose that could create dissension. It's creating okay. fear. It's, create, it could, it's creating offense. Let's bring it to Holy Spirit and get his judgment on the matter in order to keep the unity of faith that was needed, right? And then when they brought it to yes. Holy Spirit, he answered, he judged it, and he said, this is how I feel about it. Everybody said, okay, well, Holy Spirit said what he said. He's already demonstrated what he's demonstrated. We're going to go in faith and unity with Holy Spirit and therefore each other, and let's go forth in that. But when it came to this gentleman here, clearly Paul had a different perspective of um, John Mark's presence, mm -hmm. his caliber, his quality, and it his was so... desire or willingness to complete the work the Lord has assigned in excellence. Right, and whatever Paul was judging, he was looking at, well, you didn't do this last time, so, right, and that's similar to Edom. Well, you did these wrong things before. Well, let's, let's, let's look at what he did, okay. right? Because um, that's in, in Acts 13, verse 13, right? Mm -hmm. And that's while, they're, while they, Paul and, and everybody, is, is in Antioch at um, Pisidia, right? Um, mm -hmm. After they had preached in Cyprus and uh, dealt with the, the sorcerer, right, Bar-Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. It says, uh, Acts thirteen thirteen. Now when Paul and his party set sail from Paphos, they came to Perga in Pamphylia, and John, departing from them, returned to Jerusalem. But let's also back up even further, right? So he, mm -hmm. went to, he returned to Jerusalem. Nothing in wrong in and of itself, mm -hmm. necessarily. But let's also consider something in John 12, 12. This is when Peter is arrested and actually freed by the angel, right? An angel of the Lord, right? It says, uh, 
So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. And you're in Acts 12. 12, 12, 12 okay. and Acts 13, 13. Mm-hmm. So in other words, he returned home. Instead of completing the work that he was doing, he just left to go home. Mm-hmm. Now the Lord had used him. He was sent. He was sent out with Paul and with Barnabas and, and others and seeing the, the hand and movement of the Lord. But he did not remain in the work. He just returned home. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, I can see Paul's point. Like, hey, well, I can see both their points. Barnabas wanting to to incorporate him in what the Lord is doing. Mm-hmm. But then I also see Paul's point in going, hey, wait a second. We've already given this opportunity. And you chose not to remain. And we were all the way, you know, I'll say halfway across the world for, you know, their perspective at the mm-hmm. time, right? Because mm-hmm. there's considerable distance. However, he decided to go home, which, of course, changes the, the whole, I won't say game plan, but how you accomplish the task that the Lord's given you to attack, to, to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Having one less person. So one less set of hands and, you know, individual in prayer in the moment, like together Mm -hmm. to do the work that the Lord has called you to do. Right. And I I, I certainly get that. And, you know, we don't know the fullness of what happened in their their dynamic, but it was something that was serious enough for Paul that he was like, "Mm -mm, not today, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not, not with me, my friend. We won't be doing that. And you between chapter 13 of Acts and where we are now in chapter 15, Paul was also stoned and right. raised from the dead. And all of these, I'll, I'll say, hard things happened. Uh, many hard things. The, they were persecuted. Things. They were, you know, chased, basically killed. And the Lord raised him from the dead. But all these traumatic things happened in their effort for the ministry, that which was part of the reason that the brethren was so encouraged because they were hearing about the miracles and the signs and wonders. But with the signs and wonders, there was persecution, right? Mm-hmm. But there is still an element that even though he was valid in his point of, well, you didn't go when it was hard. Why do you want to come now? You didn't lay this foundation. Why are you trying to build on it today and trying to come back and be a part of the group? You might just run away again. Right. You, you might, you know, get homesick or whatever the problem was. You might do that again, and it's going to leave us high and dry. So, so was, I can't depend on you. I can't count on you. Right. However, however, at the end of the day, we're talking about, remember again, not judging by what we think mm-hmm. in the flesh, because we all have a past. Amen. We all have failed God. And I mean, either one of these easily could have said, well, you were stoned in the first martyr. Absolutely. Well, now you so holy, you can't forgive. You know what I mean? Like it could have gone in mm-hmm. that that dynamic as well because we have all failed God and we've all failed someone else. Amen. I know there have been people who have depended on me for things, but because of my selfishness and my immaturity, my lack of understanding, you name it, even when I thought I was doing right by God at times, I've hurt other people because I wasn't fully operating in the love of God that I should have been with a revelation knowledge and understanding of his will that i should have Mm -hmm. been and someone was on the other side of that so the reason i'm saying this is because the we see earlier in the chapter 
there was something that was contentious and everybody said, let's take it to the Lord. Amen. Let, let's see what he has to say about it. And then we'll, we'll make our decisions from there. But just because one situation was a large group of people coming together and this was two, maybe three, right? Cause it was really between Barnabas right. and Paul, Marcus and additive, but he's, they should have said, even though it was those two, those two, they should have said, let's take it to the Lord, Amen. which is what the Lord taught us to incorporate into our marriage is let's take it to the Lord. Let's not What's he be say divided it? over it, but let's be united because mm-hmm. Jesus will do that. When he speaks a word, he's obligated to bring it peace in that situation by the, by, by peace. I mean, unity towards the work of God amongst his children. Amen. These are both his children here. These are not, it wasn't Paul with and, an unbeliever. And the Lord knows how to communicate to his children. Exactly. And while they are brothers in Christ, and it's not exactly the same dynamic of marital covenant, the marital covenant is more so about what you can do in the physical. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, my love, while you're my husband now, you're my brother in Christ, and I'm your sister in Christ. Because when we go to heaven, I'm not going to be your wife. I'm exactly serving the Lord, and you're not going to be my husband. You're serving the Lord. And we should be doing and that now. Exactly. But I mean, there's there's none of that. Jesus addressed that in the Gospels, saying right. they're not married or given in marriage. They're exactly. like the angels. Your focus is purely on Jesus and nothing else. As it should be. Um, so here, that moment to say, what does Holy Spirit say? Versus... I know what you did last summer. You know what I mean? Like bringing up his past <laughs> and putting him in remembrance of how he failed past in the past. Why not ask God what he thought about it? And whatever Holy Spirit says, if he says, okay, well, I need you to form instead of a party of one, I need you to form two groups and go in grace and peace. But there was a sharp contention mm-hmm. about this and it caused division, which is one of the tricks that the enemy loves, which is why they came to Holy Spirit in the first place earlier in the chapter when some were saying, you got to be circumcised and you got to keep the law of Moses because mm-hmm. the adversary loves to divide. And the Jesus and the Lord Jesus already covered that. He said, a house divided against itself cannot stand. Which is also right? why we say, say what the Lord says to say, do what he says to do. Exactly. So while Paul was valid and, you know, like, okay, that makes sense and valid in the way of, yeah, two plus two is four, he's not valid in the sense of, is that what God said? Well, and and Barnabas also being mm-hmm. valid because he wants to incorporate more people to exactly. share in the experience and the power and the might of what the Lord's doing mm-hmm. in and through their ministry. However... Mm-hmm. It all comes down to the same thing. What does the Lord say, say to do and to say? Because while that may have been Barnabas's desire and will, mm-hmm. like, hey, I want to, I want to incorporate more mm-hmm. people. Uh, they're they're capable. I want to bring them with with me. What is the Lord saying about it? Are they supposed to go, mm-hmm. and, or are they supposed to remain? And Barnabas, remember, is the one who brought Saul, Paul, exactly Saul, Paul. You know. <laughs> After he was converted, he's the one who brought him into the brethren and said, hey, give this guy a chance. Mm-hmm. He's been con- converted. Forgive him, and we can trust him, and let's go. So that's a part of his nature. We've already seen him do that. And, you know, in his mind, he could have been saying, well, this is what I do. I give a second chance because God gave me a second chance or, you know, X, Y, and Z. And he did that very thing for Paul. So, you know, he's probably thinking this is right. But as you, you're right, my love, they both should have said, what does Holy Spirit want? And whatever he says, whoever he says is going on this trip, that's what we're going to do. But we're not going to be separated from each other in strife because mm. the unity of faith is essential and vital to the body of Christ. 
Walking in love is essential and vital to the body of Christ and operating in forgiveness is essential to the body of Christ. We cannot deny him anything that he has said is required, but we're not going to give the enemy a foothold to bring division in our company and in this place, because also the churches that they visited have might've had some questions. Well, where's, where's this one? Where's that one? Right? Exactly. So wonderful points there, honey, honey. Um, with that being said, let's pause there for today. And can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today, and we thank you for the forgiveness that we have for our sins in Christ Jesus, your Son, Lord, and we thank you that we're able to extend that forgiveness to others, God, and to let them go free in your love and your grace and your mercy, Lord. We thank you for the unity and the peace that you bring between your people, Lord, and we thank you for your will and that your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for all the good things that you have satisfied our mouths with, Lord, that you have filled our lives with to the brim and overflowing, God. We thank you for all your blessings and all of your wisdom and your knowledge. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.